Okay, praise the Lord. We are so happy that you are here with us again. We thank God for you being able to join us here at Impact Fellowship. Um, the Lord has given Pastor Tony a wonderful word, and so we invite you to sit tight, get your notes ready. He's coming out of the book of Philippians. Get ready to write so that you can hear what God is saying to you and, and get all that he has for you and be changed. I'll see you on the other side. All right. Welcome, everybody, and happy Father's Day. We are coming to you today on the blessed holiday Sunday. Sunday, June the June the twentieth. Thank you. Um, happy Father's Day again to all the fathers. Right. Just rejoicing in God, rejoicing in the God of our salvation. We say a warm and a sincere. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers out there, to the father figures. We say Happy Father's Day. We, we thank God for you and for what you are doing, and we pray for you that as you go forward, you can continue to trust in the Lord and, and lean not on your own understanding, but he will bless and guide and direct your paths. Amen. Amen. For the rest of my life, I'll serve him. And you know what I love about that song is that it lets us know that no matter what, there's going to be some struggles in some areas. Um, no matter what, there may be a, a tripping or a falling that we may go through. But no matter what, I'll serve him. Why? Because he looks beyond our faults. He looks beyond all of those things of our weaknesses. He looks beyond all of those things, and he still calls us son and daughter. He is the, the great father. Yes, he, he is the one that we appreciate on this holiday. Mm -hmm. So we say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we say happy Father's Day um, to, to, to the one who made yes. uh, our fathers. Yes. We are so excited just to be here in this place. Now, uh, Dr. Sarah had mentioned um, uh, just wishing everyone a happy Father's Day, all the fathers who are, are watching. Um, I just want to point something out for some of us. Some of us um, have fathers who are still alive. Amen? And, and we, we're very thankful, and we have access. But some of us don't have that. Or, or, or maybe there is uh, a, a, an estrangement or um, there's a, a thing of absenteeism. But watch this. Um, Sarah had mentioned something else about um, um, all those bonus dads and, and all of those granddads and, and all of those um, um, spiritual dads. God has not left you without. You know, it is a natural occurrence to um, go uh, uh, anti-father. Unfortunately, you know, we can receive that. Um, I heard something funny on, on the radio um, this week. Uh, uh, the, the brother was saying, you know, there's a million songs that represents mom and, and, and the love of, of the mother. Um, you can find it in every genre of music. He said, but there's not many songs out there about father. And he said, even on this, this, this day of Father's Day, um, you could... Uh, show up at a restaurant and don't have to worry about needing a reservation, you know, and maybe that's because um, we allow society to um, shift our focus away from the, the father. Um, maybe, again, maybe there was an absenteeism or maybe there was a, a lack 
somewhere in there. But God did not leave you without. So wherever you find yourself, glory to God, wherever you see uh, 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 where you are, acknowledge what you have. Um, if, if, if you have lost a father, then think of those good times, glory to God. Um, remember those times um, where uh, uh, you enjoy hanging out with daddy or you enjoy hanging out with pop. Uh, remember those times. And I, 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 I heard uh, a, a woman uh, uh, sing a song that um, uh, the artist Luther Vandross um, had um, penned. He had uh, sang this song, um, If I Could uh, Dance With My Father Again. She was remembering what it was like to be with her father who was no longer um, uh, alive. And she began to just, um, she started um, speaking the words first, but then she started to sing, you know, if I could only have that moment back one more time where I could dance with my father again. So listen, beloved, no matter where you find yourself, um, right now, happy Father's Day to all the, the new fathers. Uh, uh, Justin Payton, I haven't forgotten about you, brother. Happy Father's Day to you. Uh, this is your very first Father's Day. Um, we are just thanking God for that, um, for you and all the others. Even my father, who I, I got a chance to talk to last night, and, and we were texting this morning. Um, happy Father's Day to all of my um, siblings and, and uh, all of my family members. Happy Father's Day. I don't want to leave anybody out on this day because we're going to celebrate all of the, the, the fathers, all of the spiritual fathers. I see uh, um, Ben is here. Ben has, has been with us here um, for quite a few years. Even after he graduated, Ben is still checking in with us from Florida. Um, happy, uh, We are happy that you are here with us, and we thank you. God for this day and you. God bless you. Um, come on, turn with me into the book of Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. Um, we have a, a, a message today. I just want to encourage you um, to, to today um, that, you know, sometimes we look at our faults. Um, and it's okay, Austin, you can, you can swing to the uh, scripture. We look at our faults and we see our shortcomings and it makes us want to uh, give up. But I just want to encourage all of you, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going on. Even when people want to point out your um, shortcomings, you know, shake it off. Keep going. Keep going. Ah, hallelujah. Philippians, the uh, second chapter, we're going to be begin around verse number three. And it says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always Always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel. Wait a minute, am I in the wrong one? I'm in, I'm in the wrong one, forgive me. Um, Philippians, the, the second chapter, uh, beginning of verse, verse 3. Hallelujah. There it is. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, 
but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Hallelujah. Which is the name which is exalted above uh, that name of every name. Hallelujah. And I just want to um, uh, preach from the uh, title this morning, I Changed My Mind. Glory to God. Come on. Somebody uh, put their hand over their, their, their chest like this. And just repeat after me. I change my mind. I change my mind. You know, it is it is oftentimes that uh, we don't want to uh, uh, admit that I no longer feel the same way. And the reason why we, we go through those motions of declaring that, yes, I change my mind, is that sometimes people will always want to remind you of who you used to be. People will want to remind you of the things you used to say, even, you know, when, when it's coming out in, in a slide turn. Have you ever heard people want to reminisce about um, your, your younger days, and they would say something like, remember when you used to say this? Ha, 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 ha. And, and you know, and sometimes we're uncomfortable because, you know, the a new woman or the new man is no longer thinking or saying the same things. And it's okay to be able to smile and be like, that's okay, I changed my mind. Um, there is something about what we have here that Paul is trying to um, show us that um, it says, due to this self-centeredness of the world uh, system, it does not regard humility. What are you talking about, preacher? You know, because this world says, um, you better get yours, or I better get mine, that we don't think about the whole process of what it means to humble yourself. In other words, I'll give you a, another illustration of that. Um, when, you're, when you've gotten to a, 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 a door, there it is, when you've gotten to, to the door and someone's behind you, um, that you would stand uh, aside and open the uh, door and let someone go in front of you. That's a, a sign of humility um, that you are going to humble yourself and let someone else go in, in front of you. Um, why is, is this important? Because God is trying to teach us something. Just like he had to humble himself to come down to earth um, in the form of man. That he might show us, hallelujah, sometimes I, 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 I like the uh, personal in instructions. We feel like we can't be this, this Christian um, because it, it's too hard. But God put on the form of man and came down to show us, yes, you can. You can do this. And he did it in a form of, uh, uh, of just being humble in the process. Let me give you a, another example that actually happened to, uh, to me. You know, it, it's not a natural thing to humble you, yourself or do something for somebody else first. Um, I remember um, working with um, um, some guys and they were laughing at this, uh, um, my uh, a partner. And, and I, I won't say his name, but they were laughing at him and, and they was like, now watch, when you go through the, the door, he's going to go through in front of you 
but he's going to um, close the door behind him. I'm like, nobody does that. And sure enough, we went through the uh, door, and as I was standing behind him, he's closing the uh, door because um, the focus was on self uh, uh, initially. And once we got inside, we began to talk about that. We began to laugh about it. It's like, yo, you closed the door on me. He said, I did. You know, it wasn't something that came natural to him. What came natural to him was me first. Um, and, and so these are the uh, things. Now, wait a minute. I'm not holding any, any grudges. Like I said, we, we talked about it. We laughed about it in, in a group setting. And it, it always stuck with me of what comes naturally to us first. But this is what I like about God because God shows us in detail what it means. Um, so what does it mean to be humble? To, to be humble means... To be conscious of your weaknesses and quick to credit God. In other words, I recognize that none of this stuff that I do is of me. Um, it is God who allows these things to happen through me. Hallelujah. I am not naturally into uh, uh, being nice to people. I am not naturally uh, uh, accustomed to putting other people before me. But it is through my own weaknesses that God allows these things to come about and allows us to be able to, uh, to just move in him. One of, the things, one of the other things that I like about God is that God doesn't allow us just to stay in that place. God places people in front of us or with us to help us get through all of those things. Hallelujah. Somebody say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. God has a way of taking care of everything. And I just want to take this moment right now to acknowledge that my mother has traveled all the way from Georgia <laughs> just to be here with her son on Father's Day. So I am very happy that she just walked in. Glory to God. But let's get back to this message. You know, see, there's something that, that, that God recognized yes. that we have on the inside that we need his help. Glory to God. These things just don't come naturally to us. Let me go back to, to, to something else um, where it says uh, in, in verse number five, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And that is the mind of being humble. Glory to God. Let me give you another example of, of humility or let's say the opposite of, of, of an example. Let me show, show you this. Sometimes People want to point out exactly who you are not. Somebody said, I don't do that anymore. I don't they do that anymore. They want to point out who you are not. So they, they recognize your weaknesses and they are constantly putting it before you. Um, it's like, uh, I don't know why you talk in this way. I remember just last month you were smoking with the rest of us. In other words, they like to highlight what they see. You know, but... We know, hallelujah, we know that seeing is not always believing. Glory to God. The scripture says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You are producing things now that you didn't produce before. There is a naturalness in our flesh, hallelujah, that is still prone to certain things. Uh, uh, some of us get a little stressed out from time to time and maybe our language slips uh, uh, or maybe some other things happen in our lives that we revert back to how we used to be. But remember this, beloved, that 
God did not leave us in this place. Hallelujah. In fact, Paul shares something else with us uh, when he says, I sought the Lord three times about, about this weakness that I had, about this scorn in my side. And he answered me and he said, my grace is sufficient for thee. Let me stop there. What that means is like, listen, you're going to stay right in this situation and I'm going to help you through it. Because if I don't help you through it, you can't grow. Many times when we come across struggles, we just want God to wipe it clean so that we can just uh, uh, go on. But God said, listen, beloved, I'm going to strengthen you in this thing. Because the first thing that needs to happen is that you need to believe me through this situation, Amen. through this weakness, Amen. through this struggle. Hallelujah. Many of us struggle. Some of our struggles are, are put out in front for everybody to see. Hallelujah. Some of us struggle in secret, but either way, it's a weakness that God is trying to show us that I got you. Yes. I understand Amen. you have this, this problem. And with and through me, through me. you can get uh, you can get through it. Amen. Through me, I'm gonna show you strength. Yes. Through me, I'm gonna show you that I am God. Yes. And so this is the best part about uh, this is the best part that I like is that through this I'm able to now to change my mind. Yes. Glory to God. And, and what do you mean by changing mind? I'm changing my mind as to how I look at things. Glory to God. I have a natural way of looking at things, and then I have a supernatural way of looking at things. My natural way is not um, God's way. Well, what do you mean it's not God's way? Well, Romans 8, uh, around verse number 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because, here, here's the answer, because the carnal mind is, is enmity uh, against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. Enmity means it's hostile, it's opposite. So my natural um, uh, mind or our natural mind is automatically against God. That's why we give room to it when we get mad. Isn't that something? Because our natural instincts will kick in every time we get angry or upset about something. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, what? He said what to you? I can take care of that. We don't want to go back to who we used to be whenever we get upset because that's the natural mind. Glory to God. I think I told you guys this story a long time ago. My sons and I were in um, the mall together, and um, we saw that a, a child was who got out of her mother's car, and she slams the, the, the car door and, and calls the mother a, a, a curse word. My flesh was like, what? Somebody need to get a whooping, you know. And being that I can't whoop anybody's kids, I'm like, who's going to be the sacrifice, you know. I'm looking at mine and who's going to be the sacrifice. But that's the natural mindset. Now, the supernatural mindset is that there's some intervention that needs to happen. What are you talking about, preacher? Instead of letting the, the, the natural mind take over, the, super, the supernatural should have taken over and be like, God bless this family. Mm -hmm. There is something that's going on here that's allowing this child to act that way toward her mother, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, the natural side is like, what? She did what? Mm -hmm. And then watch this. The other natural side happens. When the child walks past you, you want to say something like, 
See, now, if that was me, I would have looked up behind. You know, see, that's the natural mind. You know, you want to tell other people what you would have done. You know, glory to God. But see, there's a supernatural that God is saying, I have this for you that is so much better. Well, what are you talking about, preacher? Because in the supernatural, lives are changed. In the supernatural, healing takes place. Because of the things that we see, that's not it. That's just the surface. Oh, my God. Now we're going someplace. See, whenever we see a, a, a tree um, that, that has sprouted up from the ground, what we don't see is the roots that is, uh, that's beneath the ground. And usually the roots are much bigger and much deeper than what we see. In other words, whenever we see something that goes against our natural instincts, or we see something that is, that is horrible in nature, there is something that's far greater that we can't see. Amen. And that's why God is saying, let this mind be in you. That's why Paul is saying, let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Somebody say, he's talking to me. He's, he's talking, talking to me. He's talking to me because God is trying to get something to us. He's trying to change our lives from the inside out. Yes. But we're yes. used to addressing our lives yes. from the outside in. Or he wants to change us from the outside in, but we like doing it from the inside out. Yes. However, you, you got where I'm going. Yes. You know, I like to show people um, I'm, that I'm dressed up, but in actuality, I'm messed up on the inside. Right. God is trying to clean up the mess. Yes. Hallelujah. And, you know, because what's on the inside eventually comes out to the surface. God is trying to change us. Paul says it this way uh, in verse 2. Um, he says, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. Because when I have the mind of Christ, guess what? Peace is all around me. Many of us have learned how to live in that situation of chaos. We have learned how to live in that place of drama. And so now our flesh craves it. Our flesh craves when things are in disorder because, one, it gives us front row seats to uh, a craziness. And you know how when we see craziness, it's like, what? She said, what the hell? What? That's why we can, we're entertained when people post uh, uh, other people fighting or other people doing things that come natural to them. We're entertained by that because we have that mindset of, oh, we have learned how to be comfortable in chaos. Mm -hmm. And because of that, mm -hmm. it becomes very difficult for God to come in there because we don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. uh, hallelujah. Uh, I, I, I can't go down that, that, that path. We just don't have a, a, enough time. But I'll say this. The more we feed that old man, the more we get what the old man produces. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. One more thing. When I have the mind of Christ, joy is in me. Right. Hallelujah. I have the focus that I need. I am not worried about what is and what is coming because I know that my God shall supply all of my needs. Why is that important? Because if we don't look for the supernatural, then we'll let the natural take over. And remember, when we let the natural take over, we don't wake up in that place of peace. We don't wake up in that place of joy. We don't wake up in, in that mindset of this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Mm -hmm. Because the natural mindset is against God or the natural mindset is hostile to God. Mm -hmm. We think that it's okay to, to let uh, a craziness run amok. And watch this. Here it comes. 
Because when we see craziness, we want to get crazy with it. Mm. But God said, listen, let me do it. Tag me in. Listen, I, I, I have, have um, situated this, this life for you so that you don't have to deal directly with that. I will do it for you. And that's what, what, what the scripture is saying here. Um, that God has a plan that in your weakness he is made strong. But our natural side says, that's okay, I'm not weak. Who said I'm weak? And I'm going to show you that I am not weak. The scripture says this, um, when, when they had taken Jesus, hallelujah, to be crucified, Peter followed um, from a, a distance, glory to God. See, because earlier um, um, Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, before the rooster crows three times, you will deny me, hallelujah. But when that happened, Peter, first thing he said was, no, I won't. I am with you. I, I will never do that to you, God. But see, something was happening in the, in the supernatural already that Peter didn't see in himself. Glory to God. He saw that, listen, I'm with Christ. But you know what? When we start to see how people are going through, we will distance ourselves. Oh, I'm going to stay right there for a second. When we see that people are struggling, we're going to distance ourselves. When we see that, that, that people's lives are being played out in the street, we're going to just stand by. And guess what? Sometimes we will begin to act like the very same people in the uh, crowd, the very same people who are, are doing this terrible thing. But watch this, beloved, that because of our natural way of being, God doesn't uh, 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 turn his back on us. He was like, that's okay. I love you anyway. Uh, hallelujah. Have you ever had somebody do something to you and you think of all these different names, that no good, low down, um, good for nothing? But God said, that's my daughter. God said, that's my son. And he doesn't leave us when we're in that kind of mess. But he's standing there waiting for us to, to, to come back. And sometimes we as believers, now I'm just talking about all those who are Christians. Sometimes we are Christians are trying to pull them away from God. It's like, no, you don't understand, God. They said this. No, God, they said they did this. But guess what, beloved? Because every time we do that, we are acting in our natural state of being. God is trying to get something to us here. See, here we go back to a uh, uh, Peter. The scripture says that when when the, when the crowd began to look upon Peter, they said, "Wait a minute." You are one of his followers. You are one of his disciples. And Peter said, no, that's not me. Somebody said, that's the natural man talking. See, see when, when, when these things happened, the, the fear came on Peter that, you know, if I acknowledge that, yes, that's my Lord. If I acknowledge that, yes, I am a disciple of that one that you are trying to crucify, then you're going to do the same thing to me. See, we want to be able to uh, uh, hide ourselves from what we see as trouble. But God has us already covered. Glory to God. He has already mapped it out for us. And see, that's what he was trying to tell Peter. It's like, listen, Peter, you're doing all this stuff and talking all this stuff about, uh, no, God, I am with you. But before the rooster crows three times, you're going to deny me. Let's go a little bit further in the story. The scripture says that the, the, the second time um, uh, they came to him and he said again, this time a little bit more forcefully. No, I don't know who he is. I don't, I'm not with him. He's not with me. 
And then something else began to happen. Glory to God. It's like, yes, you are because your, your speech gives you away. See, when you have been with God, mm -hmm. he changes even the way you talk. Yeah, that yeah. you don't sound the same anymore. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. You don't walk the same anymore. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why is that important? Because God has already done these things. Even though we, we try to fit into the crowd, mm -hmm. you are already set apart. That's what sanctification is, is being able to be set apart. And God has already sanctified us as believers away from the crowd. Here comes the, the, the third time. The scripture says that even this time, on the third time, um, after they acknowledged the, to Peter that his speech was giving him away. Watch this. His flesh began to change. The scripture says that Peter began to speak like them. Glory to God. See, you remember how you used to talk, how you used to put those words together? The, the Bible says that even Peter began to speak like the crowd. He began to cuss. Somebody said Peter cussing. Peter, Peter was cussing just like everybody else to try to show them. It was like, no, that's not me. I'm not with him. And here comes the rooster. Number three. Peter had denied God. Why? Because he let that, that naturalness inside of him, he went back to who he used to be. Because he thought it would save him from the crowd. But God has already saved us. He has already redeemed us. Because when he went on that cross for us, every sin was on the cross. Every iniquity was on the cross. Every hallelujah, every healing was on the cross. Glory to God. So that's why we can stand in faith and say you're healed. God is going to heal your body right now. Because he already took that thing on the cross with him. I changed my mind. My speech is going to be different. i never forget when um, my, my oldest son was about seven years old. And we... Um, they were born and raised in Indiana, Pennsylvania, which is a small rural town. All three of my sons were born in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Um, and we had traveled um, to Philadelphia. And my, my oldest son uh, uh, let me know that, hey, Dad, you talk different when we come here. I was like, what do you mean I talk different? It's like, you talk different. Um, and I recognized that I was speaking the language. Now, I wasn't cussing. I was speaking the language of where I was at. You know, there are, are, are certain uh, uh, dialects and certain tongues that happen um, when you go to certain places. So uh, 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 people in Florida pronounce things differently than the people in New York. The people in uh, uh, Germany uh, pronounce things differently than the people in South Carolina. So there are different dialects to where you are. And I recognize what I was doing. You know, I my a slang had picked up um, than what, what it was in Indiana, Pennsylvania. But here comes the important part, right. uh, beloved, is that God is, is trying to get this thing to us that in your weakness, that God is going to still remain strong. You, you can recognize that maybe there's something in your life where you've been struggling with that nobody knows, mm -hmm. but that's a weakness. Mm -hmm. And But God is saying, listen, don't try to hide it. Don't try to uh, 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 be like Peter in, in, in the crowd and deny who I am. You keep declaring who God is yes, in your life. In your and life. watch those things begin to God. fall off of you. Some of you have done some things to other people. Some people have been hurt by you. Glory to God. And, 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 and because you have been 
that that author of of, of that that hurt or harm, um, you don't want to say things or you don't want to do things around them. Listen, beloved, you cannot protect yourself from that, but God can protect you. You just walk out in who you are. Remember, your mind is different. Mm -hmm. You are different because there's a name now that you are carrying with you mm -hmm. that's above every name. Yes. There's a name now that you are associated with that gives you that power. There's yeah. a name now that, that you've got that allows you to have access to things that you didn't have access to before. And that name is Jesus. Jesus. And when you use the name of Jesus, Jesus. it has a way of bringing about a change. Yes. It has a way of bringing about a difference in a situation. It has a way of affecting the very atmosphere that you're in. Yes. So if there's a, 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 an apology you have to make, for sure apologize, but let God do the healing. Yes. Hallelujah. See, you can't heal like God can. Amen. You can't write a check for all the things that you've done wrong, but God can heal from the inside out. Hallelujah. See, that's what he's saying that, no, I'm not going to wipe it clean for you, but through me in this situation, you're going to be much better because of it. God is trying to show you that he doesn't need your help. So let's go back to Father's Day, preacher. Okay, I'm all for that. Some of us don't like Father's Day because of the situations that we've come out of. Maybe our fathers were a little aggressive on this side. Maybe our fathers didn't show up when they should have. Maybe our fathers didn't do what they said they were going to do, or they just wasn't around. Whatever it was, beloved, you still did not go without. God made sure that there was something or someone that was right there to, to fill that void that you didn't have. Many times we think we miss something because of what we see in somebody else. Uh, I, I see them doing this with their father, so I'm like, why did I do that? Beloved, everybody's situation is different. You might not have had that uh, 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 biological connection, but there's been some bonus fathers who've done a, a, a great job, even though we did not, hallelujah, want to acknowledge that. There has been some granddads who stepped right in because God's grace was on them to father uh, uh, you, even though you didn't want it from them, but you wanted it from somebody else. They still stood tall and made sure that you got what you needed. God is not a man that he would uh, leave us, his children, without, hallelujah, because he loves us. Amen. Yes, it's Father's Day. So many of you, and I thank you all for the uh, text messages um, this morning, uh, uh, wishing me a happy Father's Day. I appreciate that for all of um, spiritual children. And one of the things that uh, I've I had to get used to quite a few years ago is that you could have spiritual children that's not um, far from your age. Or how about this? Spiritual children who are older than you are. I know that was kind of hard for me too. But guess what? It's okay because God is the one who's bringing increase to us. I thank God for all of you. You have been a blessing to me and so too will God bless you if you allow him to. I have a changed mind. I don't think the way I used to think. Mm -hmm. I don't talk the way I used to talk. Mm -hmm. Now, I still have the ability to talk the way I used to talk. So don't push me too hard. No, I'm teasing. Mm -hmm. um, God is changing us. 
And he has changed us. Um, we just have to stay there in that area and not allow the situation to pull us back. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for doing what you do for us. We bless you, Lord God. And we thank you for being the God of all flesh. Now, Father, for those of us who are still in that, that transition phase, Lord God, Father, uh, uh, give us the mind to, to seek after you for change. Change our hearts, Lord God, that we no longer see things the way we do. But, Father, we thank you in advance now for doing what you do. Now, Father, we have some people who are going uh, into uh, surgery uh, uh, this week. Father, I thank you right now for healing. That's right. Every area, Lord God. Father, I thank you for, for blessing the hands of the surgeons, Lord God. And, Father, I thank you for a testimony of overcoming. Father, we bless you, and we, and we touch and agree on those things, Father. Heal. Deliver. Father, increase our faith in you. And, Father, I thank you that you've given us each other. So that, Father, we could um, fortify. So we can strengthen each other. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're saying. Thank you for what you are doing. We worship you, Lord God. And we thank you now for what you're saying and doing in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank God for your word today. We thank God for you. And as we prepare our hearts to uh, give, we need to say, Father, we do thank you for this time of giving. We thank you for the opportunity to give back to you. You've given so much to us, oh God. And so we thank you for the givers and the giving. We thank you for taking... Um, the money and allow it to be for the upbuilding of your kingdom, Father. Your kingdom will come and your will will be done in impact fellowship, Lord God, and in the earth. We thank you, God, for moving. We thank you for uh, providing and, and restoring and returning 20, 40, yes. 100 fold to your people, Lord God, as they give unto you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Uh, you can follow our Cash App, and you can give via the Cash App, uh, dollar sign, impact. Fellowship. That's who we are, Dallas Night Impact Fellowship. Hallelujah. And we appreciate your giving, your tithing, your offering, and God will bless. We have seen God bless in ways we don't even, uh, beyond money, you know, because of our giving. He, when he opens up that window of heaven, it pours out blessings. It comes in all ways, shapes, and sizes. And we praise him for his faithfulness to us. Yes. We invite you to stay connected. This was a beautiful message. I have a changed mind. I changed my mind. We thank God. Um, so we invite you to hear it again using our, via our podcast, anchor.fm forward slash Impact Fellowship. You can follow us via YouTube, type in Impact Fellowship, and you will recognize um, our Impact Fellowship by the uh, insignia on the YouTube channel. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, ImpactPSH. And then uh, we invite you to email us, www.impactpsh.com um, to connect with us. Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to give you a little insight on, on what's happening behind the scenes. Um, so we have been running into some technical difficulties, and we started the ministry um, now at 1055. Why? Because we had to work out all these details. Well, this morning when we got started, 
everything was just, the sound wasn't right. Um, so we had to switch cameras. But I just want to point this out to you, that even in these things, we were still going. And we had Austin who was working out those things. He switched out um, one camera for the next camera, and we were able to keep going. I appreciate Ben and Tracy for letting us know that the sound wasn't coming in. But guess what? Collectively, as a church, we got this thing right. And that's what the church was is intended for, to be a blessing one to another. Um, I appreciate the, the, the people uh, of stepping in. It's like, okay, Pastor, I can't hear you. Uh, we're, 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 this is not coming through the right way. And we were able to fix things. This is what it's all about. Um, just being able to work together one uh, with one another. Now, mind you, I didn't get out of my seat. Um, now, I had the earbuds in, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to know, that's not what we're going to do. And the camera was on, Sarah, Sarah was singing, and she's hitting me with her legs, like, Austin trying to get your attention. And, and so we're doing all this stuff behind the scene, and you weren't even uh, the wiser of it. But we thank God for everything. And I thank God for you. Um, Kim, I thank God for you. Um, you've been with us, and we appreciate you. Um, Lauren, we appreciate you. We thank God for all of you. I don't want to start calling out names. Uh, Marissa, we appreciate you. See, I'm going to forget somebody. Hey, Pastor, why don't you tell you? But everybody, 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 we love you, and we appreciate you. This ministry cannot continue without you. So we thank God for you. So listen, beloved, I'm going to um, leave now and I'm going to enjoy this Father's Day because I'm going to celebrate being a father. Um, I appreciate all of my um, uh, biological children. I appreciate all of my spiritual children. And I love all of you. Um, so I'm going to enjoy your cards. I'm going to enjoy your gifts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you guys have done for me, for us. And listen, we wish that you have a great week in God on purpose. God bless you. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. It's okay to say that as God is changing our lives. We're not, um, we haven't always gotten to that other side that 100% totally changed around. But by faith, we are completely changed. And so as we're going through, don't be afraid to say, I changed my mind, and not to go back to that, uh, those examples that Pastor was giving about going and doing things the old way or letting the old man or the old woman come back up. God is changing us, and we want to declare that, declare what he is doing in our lives so that we can get what he has for us and so that we can be a light to someone else. Pastor didn't say it, but Peter, though he had denied God, in the end he had done so much to advance the kingdom of God. So even when we are going through our struggles, God is trying to get us to a place where he can be fully glorified in our lives. So stay stay encouraged, beloved, and we look forward to sharing with you another time. God bless you.